Hi, I'm CJ. And I'm Tori. And, and this, this is Expecting Expats. Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Expecting Expats. I hope you're all doing well out there today. <laughs> um, today we are going to talk about traveling with a baby. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's also a big part of expat life is that all your friends and family are spread out in different countries. Exactly. So you're always having to travel yeah. if you want to see them. If you want to see them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, perfect. I mean, I know you had Emily first. So what, you know, how I guess was it traveling uh, to Denmark or to um, the Netherlands? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can tell about... Our first experience um, really traveling with her, with Emily is uh, for Christmas because she's born in um, in October. So our first time that we really traveled was uh, first for Christmas. We went to Denmark and we went by train. Um, and looking back now, I think it was actually really easy because when they are two months old, They sleep a lot. Um, we basically had her in this uh, nest, which mm-hmm. you can lift. It had like handles on it. So she could be like all cozy in her little nest where she would sleep in. And we could just put that in our stroller and then lift it up and take it with us uh, in the train. She would actually just be sleeping on the table in this nest. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, if she would cry... Um, It, I would just breastfeed her and yeah at that time they really don't need entertainment they just need <laughs> to be fed and <laughs> mm-hmm. and to sleep so looking back now like um that that went quite well it was mm-hmm. I remember it as uh, going pretty smoothly actually that that trip okay how about you guys which was the first one um oh well we did car rides first So we went on a trip to France, um, and so that was only because we wanted to do something easy and, and, and close by. So, I mean, France from Frankfurt, it's around, or where we were going, we were going to the mountains. Um, it, Yeah, about like four or five hours mm-hmm. in a car, which she did really well. She slept for most of it. She was probably three months at that time. The only issue that we had was that it was when it was 40 degrees outside. So that's 102 or so. Oh, that's very hot. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just a constant, okay, we don't want to be outside, but in the car, it's also, we're just blasting air conditioning to kind of keep cool. Mm. And so she wasn't the happiest. No, I can as well. imagine. Yeah. So it was just one of those things where... Um, It was a bit difficult. We were, you know, camping and whatnot. But again, it was really hot outside. So we did stay a couple of days in um, a hotel. But she just did not like the heat. So it, for, for us, the first travel was much more, much worse, I think, than the the next. Even when she was older and, and wanted to, to walk and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because the next time we went to Iceland, which is three and a half hours By plane. Um, by plane, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and How was it? Because uh, I would be a bit worried about um, if there's issues with the ears or anything when you take off or land. Yeah, How did so you do it? that's the thing. So, um, And the reason why we stayed in Iceland and France is because um, she didn't have her Swedish passport at that time. She had her U.S. passport, mm. but not her Swedish. And so we couldn't really leave the Schengen zone 
because if she entered back in, she would be a U.S. citizen and needed... She could stay here for 90 days, but then she would need a permit. <laughs> then you know? have to leave. <laughs> yeah. She- then we would have to leave for 180 days, you know, whatever. So um, we we just stayed in the Schengen Zone. That's why we're like, let's just go to Iceland, even though, um, you know, our parents and, and family did visit. But so we went and, again, we wanted to take a plane ride, but in a short distance because where my family's at um, in the Midwest, it takes us about 14 hours mm-hmm. with planes to get there. So we wanted to kind of just acclimate her a bit and, and see if she liked planes because she, she just has to get used to it Yeah, because we, I, my family's in the U S so we're going to have to take a plane unless we take like a week cruise or whatnot <laughs> and then drive from what New York or the East coast into the Midwest. But anywho, um, yeah, so it was fine, honestly. Um, the airport in the airports in Europe are much more family friendly than they are in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Because um, in, especially in Frankfurt, if you have a family, you get to skip security line and go up front. Um, you get to skip the line even and board first, which you nice. get to do in the U.S. But yeah, you feel like you're in business class. You even get to skip the line for baggage drop off. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, they have like a family line that's right next to business class and first class. And they're like, okay, you get to go and there's only maybe two or three families. So you're just, it's a very, and then the line of baggage drop off is massive. Um, so it was really actually nice to travel in that way. You're like, oh my gosh, everyone should have a baby. Like, it's just so nice. You're just, <laughs> you're just like in like basically treated like first class passengers. Um and then on the flight itself, yeah, the ear thing, everything like that, mm-hmm. because you know about it a bit before, it's just a make sure they're drinking or sucking on things so they're constantly ears are um, popping and like, yeah. you know, acclimating to the air pressure. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't too bad. I mean, she was very, she wanted to move around. But at that time, you know, she couldn't walk or anything. She no. was just wanting to move. So, but she, she slept for most of it. That's good. Yeah. And, and you didn't have any... Because the scenario I guess you fear when you're traveling is that uh, you'll have a screaming baby and everyone will be looking at you angrily like, get that child to be, be quiet. <laughs> I know. And you know, how do I say this? I don't... Like... I, I really don't get angry and I don't know why people get angry when there is a screaming child when you see the parents are trying. Yeah. I've been on a flight before where the kid is just crying and crying and crying and the parents are almost using this technique of like just ignore them and they'll get better. It's really crazy because every all the passengers are I've been on a weird oh. flight like that and some of the passengers are like, uh, can I just hold your baby for you? Like <laughs> yeah. if you don't want to, like I don't understand <laughs> like, like me do something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll help out. Um so, I mean, don't get me wrong, when we were coming back, Dagny was a bit, like, crying. Like, you could tell she was tired. And so, but I couldn't, I was in the middle seat, and I was just, I couldn't really, like, get up easily, get back down. And so, um, Eric was at the window as well, so it wasn't easy for us to get out. And, you know, I'm trying to kind of soothe her to go to sleep, and the passenger next to us is, and says in German, like, she's really tired. She needs to go to sleep. I'm like, Yes. Oh my god! 
It was a German. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so typical German. Yeah. And she spoke to me in German as well. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I responded in English, but I was just like, yeah, I know, you know, and it's like, ugh. And, I know my own child. Yeah. So thanks. Yeah. Like I'm the best mother for my baby. Thank mm -hmm. you. But, yeah. um, no. So, but that was, that was fine. And then going to the U S and coming back to the U S that was also easy because our point was, and that was 10 hour flights with another, with a layover and another two, three hour flight. Um, I think the whole point is to just know your kid and mm -hmm. like Dagny really likes to move around. So yeah. I'm just walking, like she's walking. I mean, I'm holding her hand because she's <laughs> yeah. still eight months, but she likes to just walk up and down the aisles. And so I did that like four or five times and she was then finally like, okay, I'm kind of tired. That's good. Yeah. That worked. But I mean, yeah. how, I mean, because now, I mean, so the first time it was easy for you guys, but you, you guys go a lot, I think, to, to the Netherlands and Denmark. And yeah. how has it been? I mean, um, to be honest, I feel like it's been getting harder. I mean, some pieces are getting easier. Some pieces are getting harder. Um, in the car, it's sort of like she reaches a limit and then she just doesn't want to be in the car anymore. Mm -hmm. But now it helps that we can show her cartoon because she's old enough to <laughs> to watch that. But otherwise, we had like a rule whenever we're traveling. Like we cannot stop if she's sleeping because if we stop the car, she's going to wake up and then all <laughs> hell breaks loose. So it's like really a rule in the car. Like... We're not stopping even to pee or anything if she's sleeping. Uh -huh. Like, no matter what, we just have to keep <laughs> going. Yeah, so one thing is all the, the practical things. Also, now that she's older in the train, we have to entertain her because she's maybe taking one short nap and otherwise we have to entertain her the whole yeah. uh, trip, pretty much. So that is harder. But another thing about traveling is also just... Um, like what is your expectations to it because we always been like my partner and I uh, love to travel and quite adventurous like we you know have a diverse certificate and like uh, used to go like to the Philippines and to Africa like South Africa and I've been to U Uganda <clears throat> mm -hmm. recently before having a child and we are like see ourselves as these kind of adventurous people also like my partner he's doing all kinds of crazy mountain climbing and that kind mm -hmm. of stuff and that has also been something challenging to kind of see like what can we do with a baby like we're still trying to figure that out for this summer we're like we want to do something cool but what can we do because um I don't know you can tell a bit like what your summer was last uh last summer I mean I think we both did a bit similar like camping trip and <laughs> we yeah. went to Norway mm -hmm. and I think part of it went well. Like she, we have this backpack she can be in while we are go hiking. Uh huh. Um, but it was also tough at times, you know, sleeping in a tent yeah. <laughs> and uh, with the <laughs> child. It's just like, wh where? <laughs> what do we do with her if it's raining? Like there's nowhere she can really go play. And yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we're still struggling a bit. Like, what is? What is the way to travel with a child and also enjoy yourself? <laughs> no, I no, I agree because so I normally like I, I'm not the biggest flyer. I don't really enjoy flying, but being mm -hmm. an expat, 
Yeah. I, every time I'm sitting down, I'm like, this is the life I chose. Like I could have <laughs> just lived in in my in a small town, you know, and just drove everywhere. Like I never. But you, you know. don't like to drive either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know exactly. Um, but that's the thing. So I, but I used to always, you know, when I would go, especially on these long haul flights to the U.S., mm -hmm. I was actually excited about it because. I would, you know, get to the airport early. I'd maybe go to the lounge. I'd have a drink or whatnot. Then when I was on the flight, I would have some red wine, watch a movie, yeah. relax. That's the time where you don't have to do anything else. Yeah, read. So you can just like read, listen yeah, to podcasts. Yeah, now it's not like that. No. <laughs> I Now you're like, I can't really drink because I really need to be active with Dagny. And I don't want to yeah. be, you know, lethargic, not lethargic, but you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be uh, more relaxed and if and even if she is sleeping, you know, I yeah. it, it was just really one of those things where I was just up and Eric and I were both up and just playing with Dagny the whole time. So it kind of takes it back from this relaxing even on the train. Yeah. When we'd go on a train, it was just nice and relaxing just to have a glass of wine on a train and just enjoy it and looking out of the scenery and then Now it's like Dagny like wants to run to the window and bang on it and yeah throw her toys at the window and <laughs> yeah I almost have to add like because there was the first Christmas when she was two months really piece of cake to travel with her and then we went this Christmas when mm -hmm. she was a bit more than one year and I had downloaded all these podcasts and we were like you know we usually enjoy this yeah. long train ride because indeed we just like relax and read and whatever. But now it's like I listen to five minutes of one podcast. The rest of the time it was just like, <laughs> oh my God, okay, we need to like uh, walk back and forth yeah. with Emily in the train. Like just keep giving her snacks to yeah. keep her happy. And oh, she has some cocomelon on the phone and just like constantly, yeah. yeah. I feel like you're constantly on. Yeah. And it's even much different when during the day when you even go to work and she's at daycare or even if she's not at daycare. She can sit in her little play area and like play on her own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you can watch and maybe read a bit or cook or whatnot. But like when you're when you're sitting down, it's like, okay, this is what we have to do. Yeah. The other thing about traveling, which I understand more now that she's getting older, is right, like Eric and I, what we normally like to do is we like to go on road trips and then go camping and go hiking. Which it's cool, but, and we still love to do it, but the older Dagny gets, the more she just wants to get down on, you know, on the ground. Yeah. And either crawl or walk herself. She doesn't like to just stay in the carrier no. while we're hiking. So then you think, okay, well, when is the time, I mean, if she starts walking, let's say in a month or two, I mean, she's not going to be like climbing mountains. <laughs> like, she's not going to be that good. Um, but then you think, okay, well, then what are we doing? And... You know, we're also, we're going to Japan in April and, which is, okay, because of the um, Russia-Ukraine war on the way back, we're not going over Russia. So it's a 15 hour flight, which I, we, it normally was just 10, which is fine because that's to the U.S. as well. Mm -hmm. But you're like, oh my God, 15 hours on a flight. Like, what are we going to do? But now going back to this though, even though we're traveling and we get to Japan, let's say, you know. There's all these things we want to see maybe and go eat at these places, but then you're like, okay, now with the baby. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it kind of goes to your point as well. Like, 
we want to do all these cool things, but then you're like, cool, I want to bring my baby, but is my baby going to enjoy it? Or Exactly, yeah, that's, that's a bit uh, what we struggle with to find out, like, what, what, what kind of trip can we do and also what kind of activities will we enjoy and mm-hmm. will our child also enjoy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> we don't have the right answer yet. We're like, can we go on a safari? Maybe then we'll be in a car will she like that or will she like be annoyed like i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. or i feel like this the kind of like standard thing we see uh, our friends from back home go is like they go to like you know a hotel with all inclusive and they kind of just mm-hmm. like stay at the hotel and like um the kids play in the pool yeah and we just never been into that kind of holiday at all no we haven't either we're more like yeah as you said also yeah go hiking and out in nature and doing different things like that so yeah we really have to like find our way in this like yeah yeah and it's almost the thing where right and i mean we have i have family who also do the the same thing where they go into like a inclusive hotel or Mm -hmm. They'll go to locations where, of course, it's very kid-friendly. Yeah. Which, it's nice. Don't get me wrong, you know. Um, but Eric and I never enjoyed that. No. But I don't know if it'll change because we get to see them having fun. You know, I'm even thinking of five, six, seven. Like, um, one time, Eric and I, we took a really long road trip from Frankfurt down to, um, like, the lake region of Italy and back mm-hmm. through the Alps and Switzerland and whatnot. It was Quite a, it was two weeks of just really driving around. But um, we went to this one huge lake, not like Como, Lake Giarda mm-hmm. in, in Italy. And we stayed at this one place and it was just so family friendly where it was almost tacky yeah you know and you're and like even the food and stuff you're thinking oh we're in italy we're gonna get like really legitimate you know italian food and it's just all family like kids eat for free on tuesdays you know and you're like oh this is like not even romantic this is before kids but it's like yeah this isn't romantic and it's gorgeous lake Mm -hmm. but it was so family friendly and i think to myself would i like that now like when dagny's older like it's so family friendly and she can really you know, enjoy and be on all these little rides and whatnot. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's also what I'm wondering. Like, do we just have to have a different kind of holiday for some years? And then when the kids are older, then we can do more adventurous stuff. But I don't know. I feel like maybe I also am impacted by what I see on Instagram because there are all these Instagram accounts with, Mm -hmm. like, families who travel, like, the bucket list family for example Mm -hmm. it's like they go all over the world with their kids and you're just like it is possible like people do it and then when we try it's just like oh it was not so fun (laughs) yeah i think it's don't get me wrong I, i really think it's possible of course but it's either and this is what eric and i are trying to understand is is it that we're almost molding her to do what we want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, hey, we actually like to go hiking, so you're in the carrier, yeah. whether you like it or not. Like, yeah, that's that's like you're just gonna have to be trained to just enjoy it. Yeah. Or is it like, oh, she doesn't like to be in the carrier after like two, three hours? So then maybe we should then figure out something and stay somewhere where then she can like play. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's you know? it's interesting. I'm also reading a book about parenting where they talk about um 
that in the Western society we're starting to do more like child-centered activities. Yeah. And it's actually, in the end, more stressful for the child that is always on their terms, everything. And the book kind of says you should do more like... uh, do, you do things as a family and it's kind of the, the grown-ups who decide and the children come along and learn about the world through yeah. the parents, kind of what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of going to like all the time these child uh, centers, yeah, centered uh, places, then you should more, as you said, bring them along in what you would normally do. But right. then th- that all sounds good, but I'm just like, what if the child is then crying all the time? It's not going to be fun. <laughs> you know? No, I know. And that's that's the thing, though. I also saw something um, recently that it really struck me because I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I want as well. And it kind of goes into traveling. But it's always like, you know, oh, we buy the newest toys for the kids. We, you know, make sure they're in all like these great activities or whatnot. And mm-hmm. like they're in a very kid-friendly environment with their kid toys. But what because we want playtime and they want to enjoy playtime. But Mm -hmm. what we don't realize because we're going into this really westernized, yeah, kid-centered world is like playtime is also watching mom like make banana bread. You know what I mean? And like look and see like this is how you crack an egg. Like you can, I mean, she's eight months old. I'm like, but you can crack an egg (laughs) when you're three or four, like or something, you know what I mean? And that's like quote unquote playtime, but it's something that's actually probably going to be useful in the future. But then also she's getting to help me and I'm still doing even, I mean, she loves the vacuum. So maybe when she's older, she'll get to do that a lot. But like, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, we're folding clothes. Like this is what you have to do. And this is playtime for you is to learn how to do it. I and so, again, it kind of goes with travel. Like, this is what you have to do. You have to enjoy the plane. <laughs> yeah. You know? You have to enjoy the car. <laughs> Sorry. Like, and I, I mean, I don't know how you were when you were growing up, or, um, but we always did car rides because there were four kids. It was just more, it's cheaper, honestly, to just mm-hmm. drive around the U.S. and go to these national parks or whatnot than to fly. Yeah. And so I just really got used to sitting in a car for like eight, 10 hours and just, you know, reading, coloring, listening yeah. to music. I remember I don't, listening know? to these uh, cassette tapes yeah. on my disc man when I was a kid. Yeah. It was like yeah. a little book to w- look in while listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but that, that's what I mean though. And like, I don't know. It's one of those things where you have to kind of also, like, I didn't have, like, all these toys or whatnot to play with, but, you know, I just kind of... You use your imagination also. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's all the things that I'm also, like, thinking that I want to do, that just bring our children along and bring them into our world. Um, I'm just... That's what I want to do in theory, and in reality, it's just, like, can be tough, but I think... Yeah. What we need to do is just maybe also manage our expectations, especially in the beginning. Yeah. When it's just new and they're still so small. No, I I agree. And I also think that you shouldn't stress too much about the traveling as in, especially over Christmas, you know, you saw all these like Instagram posts of how to travel with kids. And it's like, yeah, keep them entertained, right? Okay, yeah. that's fine. But then you had like 10 ways to keep your kid entertained. And it's, 
bringing all this like honestly like shit with you like yeah. as you're going i'm like no i am a light packer i'm not gonna bring i'm not gonna have like another suitcase for my child to honestly, yeah. to like have all of her toys these like cute cut out food things and like you know like arts and crafts that she's doing on the plane like yeah no, no like, I, saw, I saw one where it was like every 20 minutes give yeah. your child a new toy yeah yeah i'm like no man she gets a book and she might get her <laughs> yeah. sophie or like a stuffed animal and like that's it like she's just she's just gonna be like chilling with me yeah and like but honestly like that but that's the point though as well my my daughter loves uh tags I think I told you this, but she, yeah. she loves tags. She sees the tags and she'll just start eating the tags. <laughs> and so uh, on We Were Flying United, they have a uh, United tag on all the seats. And so she just saw it and was just trying to like eat it. And okay, so basically it's like <laughs> she's standing up on me over my like neck, like eating this tag on this headrest. And I'm just, and I, I mean, she was quiet and like a good little girl. And I'm thinking, hmm, what do I look like as a parent right now? Like, I'm not trying to stop her from eating the seat, but I'm like, but she's really like in a good mood right now. And she's trying to eat this like large tag <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> what are people thinking? But then I, I don't know. I'm like, you know, she's, happy. she's happy. So <laughs> And I don't need to bring to all it. these extra toys and arts and crafts. She just wants the tag from the seat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Whatever works is that you don't have to bring all these weird toys and devices and whatnot yeah um because like yeah. you said before they need to be bored to like grow their imagination you know yeah they can just look out the window and think about life <laughs> think about, you have to learn how to philosophize <laughs> about life while you think travel. about the clouds and what you're you know how this is and whatnot but no that's what i mean and i but again it is a big everyone travels don't get me wrong um my family travels they drive whatnot but i think um when you are an expat it really is you know it's not like my sister can drive 20 minutes to see my parents it really is a event that's the thing like it really is okay we're going to drive or we're going to fly 10 hours you okay we're taking a train you know for eight hours because even driving is probably longer you know yeah yeah than the train and it's like, okay, this is an event. We have to go. Well, not we have to, but we want to see our family. We want to see our friends in the country that we're from. So we just have to do it. And yeah, it's, it's so I think it's, I don't want to complain at all about it. Cause I don't think it's just an, it really is an event that the kids have to get over because this is what they're going to do for the this rest of their life. This is a part of the life as an expat. So yeah, yeah, that's, I totally agree. Yeah. You just have to get into it and like. Yeah, I just think also for myself, I just try not to, like, stress out about it. I mean, I'm also going to Denmark again next month, and I'll go alone with Emily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, you know, we'll figure it out somehow. Like, the train ride will be long, but, you know, you always find a way to get through it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes it goes better than expected, so you never know. Yeah, she might sleep a lot the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> I know. No, that's even when I'm thinking of Japan, I'm like 15 hours. Like, what are we? But I will say, and this is a tip that everyone I think should, if you have a kid and you're flying long distance, mm-hmm. as soon as you book your flight, and I'm assuming you guys, everyone books, this is the assumption that people are booking eight weeks out or seven weeks out, right, from their flight, at least. Um, 
you can call the airline and mm-hmm. ask for um, it's called the bulkhead in in English, but it's the front seats where you get a like a bassinet or like a like a, it's basically a little bed and mm. it comes down and the baby can sit in the front and oh. lay down fully and then it's the bulkhead so you're kind of it's it's the front where it's basically it's uh you were going from economy to business yeah. and they have that separation and you're in the middle so you're not near the window but you have just more space because you don't have the TVs in front of you or the seats in front of you. So then you can also like put maybe a, a blanket down and then the baby can, or the kid can be really just sitting down on the ground. That's nice. Yes. There's a bit more space to play and, Mm -hmm. and airlines will give it to you for free. It's, it's for free. You don't have to pay extra. You don't have to be economy, anything like that. Nice. Um, or premium economy. You don't have to have like business or whatnot extra. You can just call them and they'll give it to you, but you can't wait till the day of because they won't give it to you. You have to call them in advance and yeah. like prepare you for it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah. Also in the train, at least in Germany, I don't know, in other countries, but, uh, you can book like family, um, wagon like sometimes you can even get like a whole section to yourself oh that's always nice um you don't <laughs> always get that but when you get that that's really nice and you have like almost like a room to yourself yeah. as a family mm-hmm. but uh otherwise we get like uh yeah in the family section of the train where you just you have the big bathroom with changing table and it's right next to the restaurant so you can buy food on the train and uh, mm-hmm. there will be a lot of other children so you don't feel so bad <laughs> if your child is crying because there's always yeah there's always someone <laughs> making noise and yeah yeah other parents are just like you you know we're all sitting there like smiling to each other like yeah we know exactly. <laughs> we know what you're going through so yeah. i think that that works quite well and the train is i mean even though we have to now that she's bigger like walk around with her and stuff it is still quite relaxing compared to taking the car i think because yeah she can walk around and she can like enjoy enjoy a bit more than Mm -hmm. just being strapped in a car seat so we try to take the train whenever we can yeah Yeah. when you guys went to norway did you take the train up there no then we uh, went by car we went first to my family in denmark and then we took a ferry which was Um, also super nice yeah ferries are nice uh with a child they're super child friendly <laughs> yeah but, but yeah and then we drove around and okay. camped we first had a week in a tent which it was fun but tough and then we ended up renting a hut okay and i think like next holiday our conclusion is sort of we want to have a base somewhere mm-hmm. like maybe rent an airbnb or something like yeah. that and have Still do trips out, but have a base where we can have a bit more. Oh, for sure. Routine with uh, Emily. So let's see. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. We're doing something with my family in in June where we're having a base and then getting to go around and my whole family's going to be sharing a large Airbnb. So we'll see how that base goes. Because, right, we did the whole tent thing, which it's fine. But even in the summer in Iceland, it got to like 34 degrees Fahrenheit, zero degrees, negative yeah. one sometimes Fahrenheit. And don't get me wrong, one person had to stay with Dagny in the car or whatnot when Eric was, you know, setting up the tent in like cold <laughs> weather. Yeah. 
And she slept really well outside, you know, in the cold. I mean, we had her, like, wrapped in fur and whatnot. But, um, yeah, it was like... That was the first time I was like, oh, my God, she's sleeping through the night. And then she came back, and now she, no, no, no. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so there's ways to do it. And I know that everyone has their own experience, but I know that just even being in the expat life, you know, this is um, our normal, you it's know? It's part of, yeah, it's part of our life now. Yeah. Um, yeah. If anyone has tips you want to share with us on Yeah, when you're traveling with a child, you can yeah. also... Uh, Leave it in the comments on our yeah, Instagram page. We would love to hear. Exactly. <laughs> new tips. <laughs> exactly. But no, but thank you all for listening. And until next time, we'll see you later. Yes, yeah, see you. Bye.